Hey everyone, and welcome back to Ginger Biz, the podcast. I am so excited to have you here today because we're going to be talking about Pinterest basics. Pinterest is a beast for businesses, and you should totally be taking advantage of it. I'm a ginger who snaps photos, but my real jam is business. Originally from the Pacific Northwest, now kicking it on the East Coast. I'm a successful entrepreneur who wants to share my passion with the world. We will walk through my journey as an entrepreneur while balancing motherhood, a full-time executive role, and living life to its fullest. This podcast will be an educational resource on entrepreneurship, a raw, uncut look at motherhood, and a place for you to find encouragement. Whether you're exploring entrepreneurship, been at it a couple years, are a mother, a full-time employee, or just want a good laugh while learning, put your headphones on because we're diving in. I'm Katie, and I'm so excited to have you here. Pinterest is a search engine. It's very different from other platforms like Instagram or Facebook, but it is often grouped with them. If you aren't already, you should definitely add Pinterest to your marketing strategy. Let me say that again. If you aren't already, you should definitely add Pinterest to your marketing strategy. Number one, Pinterest is a search engine. People go to Pinterest to find ideas, be inspired, and to make purchases. If a user were to search something like pink swimsuit, hundreds of pins will come up. From swimsuit brands, retail, shops, influencers, websites, all of these places, they're going to pop up when they search that on Pinterest. And if you're a swimsuit seller, if that's your niche, then you'll definitely want to show up in this search. Pinterest will also make search suggestions based on the keywords that the user puts in. This is a great way for you to narrow down on your keywords because you can see what Pinterest is going to suggest to the user when they're looking for something with a similar keyword. So let's say the consumer is putting in pink swimsuit. It might say pink swimsuit for a lakeside getaway or pink swimsuit for summer beach trip or whatever the case. So then that can give you insight on what you should be utilizing for your keywords. It's going to help you grow your keywords. So if you're ever like unsure of what your keywords should be, you can always just start typing into Pinterest and see what suggestions come up. Um, Also, the fact that Pinterest is a search engine, people, I'm, I'm sure you've heard it, like especially wedding photographers. There was a huge trend, I don't know, like eight years ago or something, where brides would be like, oh, can I share my Pinterest board with you? Because like, I want all these shots, or I want this, or I want that. And they still do that today, because like Pinterest is just amazing for finding ideas and inspiration. So a lot of brides have and spend time on Pinterest. Um, So it's definitely, definitely a great market to be in. But not only just for wedding photographers, also for product-based businesses and service-based businesses, It's just a fountain and you should be drinking from it. (laughs) But going back to Pinterest being a search engine, you also want to make sure that you're really focusing on your SEO. So search engine optimization, because this is what's going to get you um, the most views and the most conversions to your website from Pinterest. So just like Google, Pinterest has SEO. Now, some of the points to the SEO within Pinterest and the algorithm is slightly different than Google, but if you have a base knowledge of SEO for Google, you're going to be able to apply most of that to the Pinterest. Because again, Pinterest is a search engine. Google is a search engine. So you want to make sure that you're mindful of search engine optimization, both within Pinterest and it wouldn't hurt to know Google as well. 
just make sure that you're you know paying attention to that. So your keywords are going to be super important to make sure that you're ranking high with your SEO. Now the next thing I want to talk about is your home feed. So on Pinterest, similar to Facebook and Instagram, there's like a news feed, if you will. And this is, they call it your home feed. And this is where, you know, users just can browse what's on their home feed. They're going to see things that are created specifically to them. Now it's going to share things of people that you follow. So you're going to be able to see what your friends that you follow are posting and sharing and whatever. But you're also going to see things that are created just for you. This is specifically generated towards your tastes and your likes. So for example, I get a lot of wedding inspiration, a lot of blog ideas, and then also recently I've been getting DIY home projects. We actually just did um, a small renovation in our kitchen, and so we took all the cupboards down, we painted everything white, and then we put it all back together. I utilized Pinterest to research this. So I got all my ideas from Pinterest. I even found someone on Pinterest who had shared their story and what they used. And that's where I ran with it. And let me tell you, I love, 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 love my new kitchen. It's so much brighter, so much more fun. I just, I'm so happy with it. But of course, because I found it on Pinterest, I am getting a lot of DIY home projects in my home feed now. Because again, it's just catered to my tastes and I've obviously shown an interest in those. So depending on what you're doing, you might see other things come up. Like if you're a fashion person, you're going to see a lot of fashion trends and things like that come up. Or if you are a florist, you're going to see flowers and design things come up. It's going to be curated towards you. So then the next point um, that they have within Pinterest is their explore slash discover feed. Now this is one of my favorite spots to look as a consumer because this is going to show what's trending and new ideas and popular things that are going on. So if it's close to Valentine's Day, you know, you might see DIY Valentine's cards. Or if it's close to like St. Patrick's Day, you're going to see, you know, Irish tradition, stuff like that in this area. And then also they always seem to have some sort of aesthetic going on. I think most recently it was some sort of pink aesthetic. And so a lot of the pins were like design tips and ideas and aesthetics for pink. And it's really fun to just kind of browse the site area. And as a business, obviously, it's super, super important to show up in this area because people are going to then be able to find you and stumble upon your pins. You know, the end game with being a business on Pinterest is to be able to convert those views into clients, you know, making purchases and showing up on your website. So being relevant and posting things that are popular and trending is going to definitely help with that. Um, but on the consumer stand, I really do like the Explore Discover because if I go through my home feed and I run out of things to look at or like I'm not in the mood to do a DIY project and, you know, I just am trying to like kill time and be inspired, I can always go to the Explore feed because it's going to give me more insight, more ideas and just kind of get the thought process flowing. So super, super, super good. I think it helps too if you've had personal personal experience with Pinterest, because if you're just diving in as a business and you don't even know what the point of Pinterest is, I think it can be a little bit more challenging to really cater to your audience. So if you haven't already, it would be good just to look at Pinterest, get familiar with it, even from the consumer standpoint before you dive in as a business. 
Um, the next point that I want to make is boards. So this is where you save your pins. For a business account, it kind of works as like your categories and really allows you to organize your ideas for easy access by potential clients. You can have as many different boards as you want. I always encourage having at least one board that is exclusively your own items. So for example, I have a number of different boards, wedding inspiration, design, DIY projects. Um, what else do I have? Um, blog ideas. I don't even know all my boards because uh, I just have a lot, but like motherhood and entrepreneurship, um, flowers, because I just love looking at flowers, engagement photos, home inspiration, online marketing, brand photo shoots, all of these. But I do have one that's literally called Ginger Biz the Podcast. Because for me, that's my one exclusive board that is only information from me. It's only content from Ginger Biz the Podcast. There's nothing else on there. I don't repin anyone else's material onto that board. It's just Ginger Biz. Because that way, you know, when someone lands on it and stuff, it's just reaffirming um, the same stuff that they're looking at for that board. Other boards, of course, like maternity shoots, I do have some other people's pins in there and whatnot. Um, motherhood and entrepreneurship, I definitely have other people's information there too. But just have one board that's exclusively your stuff. For petals and ink design, I have a board that's simply my products. I don't post anybody else's. I don't share any other pins to that board except for my very own products. With your boards, when naming your boards, you don't want to get crazy. Keep it super simple and self-explanatory. This way, when people are viewing your boards, they can easily know what the board is about. They don't have to guess or wonder or try to figure it out. So for something like home inspiration, I just call it home inspiration. I don't call it like my forever home or I don't know what else I would call it, <laughs> but I like I just keep it really simple. I've seen people that do kind of crazy, fun, creative names. And believe me, years ago I tried that too because it sounded cool. But I find that it's most beneficial to keep it simple and straightforward. So wedding inspiration, family photos, flowers, engagement photos, fitness, business quotes, tips and tricks for your business, online marketing, personal brand ideas. Just keep it super simple because when you're uh, when the viewer lands on the board, you want to make sure that they know really quickly what that board is about because you want them just to click follow on that. Now, the next thing with the boards is that you want to make sure that you're being very descriptive in the description. So you want to hit on your keywords, you want to include your business name, and you want to make sure that the SEO of that board is working for you. So go into the description, add a description. You can utilize the keyword that's in the title of the board as well as keywords that you utilize in the pins as well as your business name because you just want to keep hidden at home that this is your business, this is your keyword or keywords. The next point I want to hit on is pins. You can pin other people's content and you can create your own. I love using Canva to create my pins and idea pins. So pins are basically an image graphic and idea pins are more like a story. So it can be a video or a grouping of images, whatever the case, but it's going to be more like an Instagram story, but they last forever. So they just stay there and just keep generating views. Now, Pinterest definitely favors fresh content. So 
you can go in and create pins and repin them and whatnot. But if you're just continually creating new pins, you're going to get a lot more traction because Pinterest really likes seeing that original work coming out and being freshly pinned. I love using Canva. It makes my life super easy. So I will do Canva for all of my pins, all of my idea pins. And sometimes I'll repurpose my reels from Instagram and put them as an idea pin as well. So that way I'm, you know, getting twice as much out of my content work. And with Canva, generally I have certain templates that I already made and then I continue to just reutilize those. Someone somewhere came up with like one to 10. And so basically you have one piece of content and you make 10 graphics for it. Super, super awesome. Gets a lot of work done in one sitting. And I always, always batch create my content because it's the easiest way to create multiple pins at one time. And then of course you can use programs to schedule these like Tailwind, there's a couple others out there, or you can just use Pinterest directly to schedule your pins. Now Tailwind allows you to do it for a 30 day period where Pinterest only allows for a 14 day period. So if you're sitting down and you batch content and create it for a month, then you'd probably wanna look at using Tailwind. But if you're okay with sitting down and pinning every two weeks, then you can utilize the scheduling tool within Pinterest. Just kind of depends on your own workflow and how you want to address that. Now, a couple other things I want to hit on is your profile image. You want to make sure that your profile image is you looking at the camera, smiling. It needs to be super simple, super straightforward. You want your audience to connect with you genuinely and authentically right there out the gate. You also want to make sure that you're utilizing consistency throughout all of your platforms. So even using the same profile picture across all boards, works great. You just want to make sure though that you're identifiable. You know, maybe you had a stage where you had blonde hair and then you had another stage where you were brunette. Like having those two photos different between your platforms wouldn't really be beneficial. You want to make sure that you have that consistency, even if it's not the exact same image every time. Um, Another thing for your cover photo, I guess if you call it, on Pinterest, I generally would have a video Um, my account recently hasn't been allowing me to have a video as my cover. Um, but I do have an image of myself on my KMP photography one that has me in action. And I get a lot of feedback about this one. People love that it connects with what I do. Your name should definitely be your name as well as what you do, like a keyword. So for me, it's Katie Murray, photographer and um, educator. And then you want to make sure that you complete your description and also claim your website. There's so much that you want to make sure you're doing to make sure that you're getting the most out of Pinterest. So a couple quick tips that I have for you is you should have seven to 14 boards. This is just a round number because you want to make sure that you have enough content that someone's not stumbling upon your page. And then they're like, oh, this person doesn't really show up. Like, I don't know if you've ever had that when you like find a really, really awesome like Instagram posts and you're like, oh gosh, this is a gorgeous picture. This is so inspiring. I want to follow them. And then you go to their page and they have like three posts and you're like, oh, okay, cool. Like you don't want that to happen. So you want to have at least enough boards so that people know you're showing up and give them something to look at. So again, seven to 14 boards. Now, 
I wouldn't say that there's really a max, like you could definitely do more than that. But one thing that you wanna keep in mind is you wanna work towards having at least 50 pins per board. This is gonna give your boards a lot more credibility because again, you don't wanna have 14 boards and they all just have one pin because then you're not really accomplishing what needs to be accomplished by having multiple boards. You're just spreading yourself even more thin. Um, so between those seven to 14 boards, you should have at some point work towards having 50 pins per board again, to give credibility. Post at least one fresh pin a day. Now, this is where consistency is more important than quantity, because if you post like 100 pins in a two-week time frame and then you don't post for a couple days, you're null and void to the internet. You gotta make sure that you're showing up and being consistent. So it's more important to have at least one fresh pin a day than have all 50 of those pins in one board in one week and then drop off the face of the earth. So just show up. And again, this is super easy because you can batch create that content and you can schedule it to roll out on Pinterest. And you want to make sure that when you're posting them to be sket or when you're scheduling them to be posted, a little dyslexia kicking in, you want to make sure that you're doing it when your ideal client is going to be showing up. You want to Use your business name and keywords in all the descriptions and titles. So again, when you're posting pins, you want to make sure you're really intentional with that title, the description, and all the details that go into that pin. Because if you're just posting it and not writing a title and not giving it a description, you're not doing yourself a favor. It's kind of like Instagram in that fact, because if you don't post a caption and you just post an image, like, yeah, you're going to get a handful of people. But search engines can't actually read photos per se. So giving it a description is what's going to make it rank higher in SEO and tell the search engine, such as Pinterest, where and who needs to see these images. So make sure you're being super intentional with that. Um, and you can totally, totally, totally reuse content. When I started my Pinterest journey, I didn't just all of a sudden start pinning exactly the photo shoots that I did that day or whatever the case. I pulled from old content so that I can continually have content rolling out. So go back to old blog posts, go back to other outlets like Instagram, or like I mentioned earlier, I use some of my reels as idea pins and Pinterest. This way you're working smart, not hard. And there are days and there are times when we have to work hard too. But this is my quick little tip to save you some time and energy. So Pinterest is pretty amazing. Make sure that you're watching your progress and reviewing it to make improvements. You know, maybe certain keywords aren't working well. Maybe you need to revisit how you're writing your titles. Whatever the case, you can always go to your analytics. Now, Pinterest is a beast. So this is both good and bad. Really, it's just good and good. But the bad part is I can't, in a 20-minute podcast episode, teach you everything you need to know about Pinterest, but this kind of gives you an overview of what it looks like and where you can get started because there are other things that you need to know. You need to know what your brand is. You need to know who your ideal client is. You need to know who you're trying to show up for. But once you know all that, then this is where Pinterest kicks in. You can hone in and really, really focus on that ideal client to make sure. I personally, again, have really been successful in my Pinterest game. I've upped it. Over the last six months, even, I have seen exponential growth in my reach within Pinterest and then the conversion rate to my website. It's just been, it's been monumental and I absolutely love it. And one thing that I do is one of my VAs actually posts my pins for me. So I'm 
at the moment that this is being recorded, still creating my own content, but I do have someone else posting the pins for me. And they've been super, super good, super beneficial and helpful. But, and this is for a different (laughs) episode, but I don't enjoy posting the pins and writing the title in the description. And so I have my VA do it and he's amazing at it and clearly helping me get a good reach. So I let him do that because I can create those content of the graphics and the idea pins a lot faster. And then he's a lot faster at actually writing all those titles and stuff. So you just got to figure out a rhythm that works for you that makes sense for your relationship with Pinterest to get the most out of it. Again, Pinterest is a beast. You should totally, totally make sure it's added to your marketing strategy because it is going to be a game changer for you. Until next time, we're going to keep diving in, guys. But I hope you guys try out Pinterest. I would love to hear what your story is like. I would love to hear if you're even using Pinterest at this point. If you're taking away any of these tips, shoot me a DM on Instagram or tag me in a story. Whatever you do, I'm really excited to hear about it. Well, guys, thanks so much for listening to Ginger Biz today. And until next time, keep on diving in.